Ian. Dave. All right, buddy. Today, here's what we got. Everybody, this is the Apex Adjacent Podcast. I'm Dave. I've just eaten three cookies, so I'm on a sugar high. You're Ian. I'm Ian. Uh-huh. I'm Ian, and I love when Dave gets a sugar rush. Yep. Coming in hot, we're going to have a sparkly boy. And here's how tonight's episode is going to work, okay? So this is, this is what, Ian? This is a car show, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got some car topics to talk about this evening. Not all of them are fun, okay? Let's just say we're going to talk about some rough stuff, right? Okay. And also some non-car rough stuff. Okay, this wouldn't mm-hmm. be the first time that we talk about that kind of stuff on the show, right? No. It's, it's not just happy times, not just sad times. It's a reflection of what we're dealing with, right? Yeah. Okay. Because like it or not, it, this is essentially us talking to like 10 people on the internet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just got things we want to get off our chest. Exactly. Exactly, right? So here's how it's going to work tonight. Because I think I have the formula figured out, okay? okay. We're going to have... a. a a more, a more heady, more difficult, more downer topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to uh, pick stuff back up. Okay. I got you. Boo. All right. I'm going to. Okay. I, I got a little amuse bouche planned for you. Okay. I like, I just want to point out to the, to the listeners slash viewers that we have not really talked about any of these topics in advance, really, but Dave just assumes that I'm going to be the downer and that he's going to need to pick up the pieces. Safe assumption. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, given these topics, the topics are not like nerf footballs. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> oh, God, Okay. It. All right. So then guess what? We're gonna have another downer topic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boom. Who's your ginger boy right there with another pick me up? Okay. Your okay. little bowl of Captain Crunch ready to make things right. Okay? Right. <laughs> Did you just give yourself an adorable pet name? Maybe peanut butter, Captain Crunch, to be more specific. The one more likely to cut the roof of your mouth. Uh-huh. When I was a little kid, I used to eat it right before I go to bed, and then I'd have really weird dreams and go sleepwalking. Uh huh. My, my sister found me one time at my grandpa's workbench when we were visiting my grandparents, and I was like, you know, banging my fingers on the workbench. And uh, for some reason, I was dreaming about something where I had a slice of cheese. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm going to pick you back up. Okay. All right. And then we're going to have our usual tomfoolery, right? We've got some listener, my eyes. I've got a license plate game for you. All right. Sounds great. Okay. It's a, it's a full show, right? Apex adjacent podcast. Here we go. Ian. Yes. Yes. Topic number one. It's been all over the internet. Yeah. Go ahead and hit us. Right. So last week was car week uh, mm-hmm. out on the West Coast. And, uh, you know, kind of the big culmination of this is the Pebble Beach, Pebble Beach Concourse, right? The biggest car show in the world or the most kind of like prestigious one. Most prestigious, most snooty, most like the, like typically a pre-war car wins. It's yeah. like if. Yeah. I mean, like these are people that just are in such an insane rarefied air like yes anyway right a lot of people going saying thus and so <laughs> yes yes thus and, and so ascots everywhere ascots everywhere you can't <laughs> swing a dead very rare very expensive bred cat without hitting an ascot <laughs> exactly exactly 
Um, but anyway, so the, the, the controversy this year um, is that the uh, the most prestigious prize, the the best in show prize, was awarded to a car with kind of questionable provenance and you know even more questionable history. Uh, well, yeah, there it is. Some Nazi car, one pebble. So it's this old pre-war Mercedes, uh, a, a 540k long german word uh and there's some part of the part of the controversy is that there's one of the stories about the car is that it may have been this car may have in its previous life been a gift from hitler to somebody else yeah the the hitler the the like the fucking awful dude. It may have been a gift. <laughs> I like how you explained who Hitler was. From Hitler to someone else. Like yes. people don't say that about many cars. Right? Right. The fact like nobody knows if it's actually true or not, but th- that's attached to this car, right? It may have been. Yes. And you know, Obviously, Mercedes in in Hitler Germany and pre Hitler Germany had its own issues just as a company and of itself. But I think that this brings up a couple of really interesting questions that are worth kind of delving into because there's, I think, my first like knee jerk reaction to it when mm-hmm. I read it was just like, ugh, right. like why, right. Right. Of Why? Co- and of course, like this is, you know, in this era of fucking Nazi car wins Pebble Beach. Great. Right. But then, so honestly, I, I was talking to uh, my wife about it. And I think, I think part of this is, a, it's a complicated, it, it become, we, it becomes very fraught very quickly because your answer to the question of like what a car is kind of leads you to your reaction to this. So like if, if, if your thing is like the car is just a machine, it's just an object with no real meaning attached to it, then sure. Reward, whatever restoration is the best. Right. Exactly. And who, who gives a shit move on with your day. And I think that was kind of the angle that she was coming from it. Like, well, it's a reward for the restoration, not the, history of the car right okay i kind of get i kind of get that argument if that's what you attach to it to a car which is like nothing right but if you say that a car like i think we would is the sum of you know all of the all of the, the history that's been put into it and the relationships that people had with it and and all how it came to be right the era in which it came to be the the like the shoes that the people walked in that made it like all of this like all of the messy stuff right yes yes because you're rewarding basically the love and time and effort that was put into the restoration and that's essentially a a relationship right and so that you can't separate that relationship from the other relationships i think that would be the argument on the other end of the spectrum right right I think the way the third option though, which is where it gets really sticky, yeah. to, is 
if it's a piece of art. Okay. Because then you get into the whole, and we've talked about this on the show before in other contexts of like, can you separate the art from the artist right? and all of that? And I'm usually inclined to say, yes, you can separate those two. Right. I think you fall more to that than I do. Yes. And I'm I, not, I, I don't always feel that way. Right. Right. And I don't think you always feel the other way. Right. Do you still listen to Kanye? I do still listen to Kanye. Can't. Can't. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's, I, to me, that's a, that one. I'm like, if it's, if that's the answer to what is this car, mm-hmm. if it's a, if it's just a, a mechanical object or if it's the sum of its parts, those two answers are very clear to me, depending on what the answer is to that. But then if it's, if the answer is it's a piece of art, then I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm not sure if it's a problem or not. Right. Okay. Okay. I have a couple questions. So yes. Um, is the next logical step on the answer of it, is it a piece of art is that, can you separate the art from the artist? Right. Does this give you an opportunity to enjoy a, a car just for being a car? Right. Is that the next, is that kind of the next step from that? Is this. Well, I don't know because I, well, then why are you asking the question? I'm, I'm more, I'm more just trying to understand. I think the reason I thought of that, that question was because the reactions to this story were, have been so kind of varied okay among people and i was trying to understand what would lead people to different conclusions and i think that okay the like that question someplace back in your mind is what leads you is what starts you down the path of evaluating like is this a problem or not basically so i was just trying to understand how people got to all these different conclusions and and then i started thinking about it and i was like well if if the answer to that initial question was different for me, you know, where would I land? And I personally, I am more on the side of like, you could give it to any other car. Why give it to, why give it to the Nazi car? Like why not take that into consideration? Like the, the person who won this award does not need this, does not need this award. Right. (laughs) It's not like we're depriving somebody of something. Um, so then why do it? But it's a fun, not fun is probably the wrong word. It's not fun. It's a, it's an interesting thought experiment to run through of about cars as art, because I think at this point, a pre-war car is not really a car anymore, right? It's not like nobody's getting their groceries in this thing. Right. That's true. So it's more, it's closer to a piece of art than it is a car at this point. Um, And I don't know, then it's, then it's, then it's more difficult, I think. Okay. All right. So it is more difficult in your opinion, if it is, if it does slide more towards the art end of like a utilitarian device versus an artistic expression. Yeah, I think so. I think, well, I mean, 
because I think cars are different, right? I don't think cars are art. You know what I mean? Like if this was a painting and somebody did a restoration on it and at some point it had been confiscated by a Nazi and it was in Nazis possession at some point in its past. I think that our feeling about it would be different. No, it, it would be. But if it was a Nazi painting that was restored, our feelings would be the same. Yes. Yes. If it was like, if it was a painting of Hitler, that Hitler, no, no, no. if it was made by a Nazi, right. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't care if it's flowers, right. Yeah. 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 It, Absolutely. Right. Because that a flower is as much, um, an object as this car is right when it comes to a flower can't hold political views a flower didn't commit a holocaust the car didn't commit the holocaust human beings did right and human beings are attached to this car that have awful history yes i agree i agree completely right and so like i completely understand what you're saying about like this car didn't need it Right. This person, like, it, I think where I, I potentially split hairs with you is on um, the the statement about uh, this person. We're not depriving this person of anything. I think that like the higher up you go in wealth, if a single thing is taken from you, it probably <laughs> feels more right. The, it's, the sense of entitlement accelerates, you know, right. As someone's wealth does. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. But but to be to be fair, what you're saying is any reasonable person would understand that this person does not need this award. Right. Right. Yeah. I wasn't talking about their personal uh, perception of it. Right. right. (laughs) It was absolutely the fact that they don't. (laughs) Exactly. Right. right. They don't need this fucking award. So I think that it like I think a lot about um, Confederate monuments. Right. I, I think right. a lot about that, that, you know, like with all of our, you know, political stuff that's happened in the United States in the last five, six years, Trump coming into power, like all of this, like the rise in fascism and authoritarianism and these, like all of the stuff that's happened around the Confederate monuments has been, has been really, it's been tough to see people make an effort to retain them in the space that they exist. Right. Like, I understand the difference between history and heritage, but also heralding like these individuals. Right. Like, I understand that, like, we need to we will only be made better as a society if we are honest about the atrocities that we've committed that other people have committed, like all of this stuff. We've done awful things to the native peoples in every single land that we've gone into. Like there's all kinds of awful stuff, right? And we need to understand that. We need to reconcile that. Like, and having a Confederate monument remain in a city standing, like I've I've heard opinions about how black people feel when they walk past those monuments, right? When they stand in front of them, like, because they have to walk that way every single day, right? Like in the feelings that it evokes in them. And then the feelings that they get when they see people try, like insisting that those things remain in place when they're not asking for this to be completely erased from history, but to 
kind of be put in a place where they can be observed in a more, I guess, introspective manner, right? Than, than to be literally put on a pedestal and awarded, right? To tie it back to Pebble Beach, right? Like this car, like this car, like I, I can see it being in a museum. I can see it being an example of like, this is what the people of this time were doing with the technology that they had, right? Like this, like in, if it had completely decayed and people restored it so that people could understand like, what you know what techniques were used what achievements were made in like the production of something like this fine right that's okay so you you know i'm okay spending efforts you know for that kind of stuff where i get the same way people restore weapons exactly right periods of history right yeah great correlation ian yeah awesome um where i get uh and there's no other word to describe it other than yikes like you know, like where I get yikesy is where like you fucking give it the highest award at Pebble, right? Right. When you're venerating it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Yes. You know, like, yes, that individual car does not have political views. It didn't do anything wrong. Right. But it, it came from a time when some stuff was really sketchy, like, you know, and as much as like, you know, not to slippery slope it, but like. Volkswagen Bugs and Henry Ford and like fucking Walt Disney. Like all of this shit has, you know, really bad shit in its past. Right. It like, as does me, right. As does you, like just the Mm -hmm. fact that like (laughs) we're sitting on the soil that we're sitting on, like we have bad shit in our past. Right. Like, you know, like being honest about it and like having a conversation and being receptive to the, people that might be upset by something like this is the thing that needs to happen. Right. Yes. And I, and, and I want to be clear too, that where I was going with my very long and meandering discussion earlier was that I think the people who go to pebble and who judge at pebble mm-hmm. and all of that, they, I think in isolation would agree that a car is not just a mechanical thing and it's not just a piece of art. It's somewhere Mm -hmm. in between. And it's something that, that people do have a relationship with, and it does have a relationship with the culture in which it was produced. And so if that's the case, if you accept that, then you can't be okay with venerating a car like this. I think that, it wouldn't, I don't think, I don't necessarily agree that they should like be crushed or anything. I don't think we should destroy the cars, but you're right. There's a difference between restoring a car for historical purposes or even just because you like it and giving it an award. Those are two different things, right? And you, I, I, they're, they're not being true to how they feel about their own, about their cars about or they're not being true to how they they feel personally about cars right by ignoring the context right Right. it's really easy to just turn a blind eye to an aspect of something right Mm -hmm. (laughs) like okay then why but then why have why have pebble (laughs) exactly right they're just mechanical things then why pebble right exactly 
<laughs> we'll just give an award to somebody who just like lays up the best fiberglass on a curve, right? You yeah, know? like it, like a sculpture, right? Yeah, right. Restore paint that's just on a flat piece of metal, then. Right, right. And what 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 difference is there? You know, it, another thing that crosses my mind from time to time is the individual that came up with or. Um, uh, was re really responsible for Canada adopting their single-payer health system, right? So hmm. their single-payer health system is pretty good. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but I have a lot of family that's Canadian, so I have like actual real human experience with how their health system has worked. You still have to get supplemental dental. You still have to get uh, vision differently because I guess... it. Like for dental, I guess your teeth are just special bones that need boutique insurance. You know, like I think that's a Dan Sheehan joke. But anyway, um, like so the guy that was responsible for their their health system um, and it, it it's made such a positive impact on so many people's lives because it does treat healthcare as a human right in that country. Right. Which I firmly believe in. Um, so that guy has a problematic past. Right. Like there's been some stuff. I can't remember what it is. I probably should have done some research, but I didn't know we'd get into this. But I know that that guy has like some weird shit in his past. Right. Okay. It, but he still did this thing that benefited so many people's lives. Right. And still advocated for this thing to the point where he is actually on some Canadian currency. Right. And like and I don't know if they've changed it or not, but I know he was at some point. Right. And like, I understand like that achievement, like making that, like, like calling out, like this one person did this thing, but I think that there's always, there always needs to be a conjunction in that sentence, right? Where it's like, but <laughs> you should, <laughs> you should read the rest of the article here. <laughs> like, right. you know, like, let's not turn a blind eye to it. Like, like nobody's perfect, first of all, right? Like we've all done you know, things that we wish we would have done differently. Right. You know, but there's, you know, certainly some awful things that have happened. Right. But like, like, let's just be honest about it. Let's not give it an insane award. Like, let's just put it in a place where it's more appropriate to understand the context of that. And like, I don't know. Like if, if you want to die on that hill of like this car absolutely deserved the award, we are going to ignore that aspect of its history. Like then you're not being honest about like the way that that kind of stuff should be perceived. Right. And you're not being honest about why cars are special and deserve an event like Pebble anyway. You're right. right? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, exactly about the judges. Yeah, right? Yeah. They're not being honest with themselves, right? Because what they'd say in private would be different. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it, it, removed from the context of should this Nazi car win the award, right. I think they would agree with, yeah, yes, it's a car is, is directly relevant to the culture and vice versa, and that it's uh, more than just a mechanical thing and it's more than just a piece of art and all of, i think they would agree with all those statements but then i don't think that's like intellectually consistent with 
right. ignoring that context for this thing, you know? Right. Right. Do you want to hear my abbreviated take? I would love to, because this has been a very long take. I think it's fucking ugly. I don't care for like giant phallus cars, like these pre-war cars. I could give two shits about them, man. Like I really don't care. See, and I, I honestly, I, I do like thirties era streamline cars. I, I do. Um, so I, I don't, I think it's pretty, but I, I don't, why would you, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, there was, there are so many other cars to choose from. Right. Right. There are so many other cars to choose from. Ian. Yes. Do you want a little amuse bouche? I do. I want a little palate cleanser. Okay. All right. Oh my God. Ian. Oh my God. Look at, look at the little baby. Ian, my wife and I are fostering cat kittens again. Oh my goodness. Baby. He's adorable. Look at face. Oh my God. Ian. I would give, I would give this cat best in show at Ex- Pebble Beach. Exactly. Right. The best car. This cat is the best car. Okay, I'm going to go give him back to mama. Okay, okay. Ian, Bravo. Ki- kittens. Bravo. Kittens, baby kittens, Ian. We've got six little babies. They're not even three weeks old. Oh, my God. And the mom cat. The mom's a lover, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, evidently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how, the, that's how those, the, that's, the other six things happened. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Still not clear on all that. Yeah, what? <laughs> Oh, wait, what? <laughs> they do what? <laughs> oh my God. So there you go. There's a kitten amuse bouche to kind of close the fucking apex adjacent take on the Nazi bullshit car that like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, fuck that car. Yeah. Yep. Specifically that car. Yeah. That one. Let's yeet it into the sun. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, let's let's bring the mood up a bit. <laughs> okay. All right. Or not. I'm not sure if I want to or not, actually. <laughs> do do you, do you want to get into that stuff tonight? It's completely up to you. I'm I am up for you you know I got you, boo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I I I would like to say just like two quick things about um, Afghanistan because so I don't know I, it's weird because like I feel like sometimes I'm the the in my groups of friends like I'm often like the veteran in the room right like right the only one mm-hmm. um and I just I just think that um. You know, it's completely I just want to say that it's like completely fair to to criticize and place blame with the current administration for the tactical failures that we're seeing mm-hmm. these last few days, which are horrific and terrible and awful. Um, and you know, just not not fun to see. But the die was cast like twenty years ago. Right. right? Like we were always gonna end up here. It was never going to end well, right? Right. And it's 
our fault. Right. Right. All of our fault that it didn't end well, because right. we cannot have, we're not, we are not in a place, and this is related to every other ill that we have as a country. We're not in a place where we're in anything together. Right. Like, I feel like the right has completely won this argument of, of being just a bunch of individuals that happen to live next to each other with no obligation to each other. Right. And, and the left has, has had no, there's no like um, leadership on that front from, from that side either to, to convince people that, no, it's bad if the kid down the street goes to Afghanistan and fucking dies, right? That's right. bad for you. That's right. not good for you, um, which is true and also kind of like a necessary thing for a society to work, that understanding, right? Right. And so the idea that we're going to be able as a country to put together a coherent strategy, which is what's needed, a strategy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to do anything, let alone build someone else's country. It's fucking absurd. You know? So of course we ended up here Mm -hmm. because we had no discussion about it. There was never a discussion about what was going to happen there. You know, we, we invaded, declared victory, and then it was 20 years of everyone ignoring it. So of course this is what happened. Right. Right. So, you know, Personally, it feels terrible. I never went to Afghanistan, but like, you know, it brings up a lot of brings up a lot of feelings of, you know, arriving in Iraq and realizing that this is a fucking waste and it's just a slow moving tragedy that nobody has any control over. Um, and that's not a great feeling. And whenever stuff like this happens, it just kind of like brings that back up. So, right, right. Um, luckily I have a, a place on the internet to just, uh, complain about it to a dozen people. <laughs> My wife had a really good analogy for that kind of stuff. Like, um, uh, whenever those kinds of, um, uh, those kinds of things kind of bring that stuff up, like you just picture like the ocean, like, and the seafloor and just like, whenever something comes in contact with seafloor, just the seafloor, just that water, just getting super cloudy right yeah right like that like that kind of like that emotional reaction like that visceral like tangible like thing that you can really like it is a like a tactile thing right like it's very it has permanence and it is really hard to deal with when Mm -hmm. when that stuff gets scraped up man you know yeah Yeah, my my heart goes out to you because like i i I respect your opinion about like all matters military more than anyone else I've ever met in my entire life. Right. Like I, I, I I've never told you that. And I don't know if you know that, but like, I, I absolutely respect and trust your opinion about that stuff more than anybody I've ever met. Right. You know, because you, you have this like very wide view about it. Right. It's not just a, a narrow, mind where like there are so many people that approach it it's like you know like eye for an eye you know like this kind of stuff like they hurt us we're gonna hurt them back blah 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 right like there's 
there's not enough like introspection and looking at a massive scope. And I, I really appreciate the way you do that, you know, and then the way that you're honest about like how you feel and how you feel amongst other people that were in the same situation as you you know? Yeah. Thanks. I mean, I appreciate that. I think that's pretty unearned. I mean, I was never a combat. I was never a combat veteran or anything like that, but you know, it was, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think part of that is just I went into it with a different outlook and I was never like super thrilled about it. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know when, you know, people talk about being taken back to certain, you know, uh, times or certain memories or whatever, whenever stuff like this happens in the news. And for me, it's very weird. Like, I I remember standing for like a really long time. There was this uh, when I was in Iraq, where I was on Kirk, uh, in Kirkuk, in the the airbase there, and there was this huge gravel parking lot, essentially, just a huge gravel because it, it, all the military bases just it's all gravel, right? Put gravel right. on everywhere. So it's just a huge gravel parking lot, and it's just like an assortment of like shit that was shipped over like trucks and mm-hmm. Humvees and all sorts of crazy, just random shit that I remember at the end of my deployment, I was standing there looking at all of it and just realizing like I had never seen anything move in or out of this parking lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. right. And it, and just, I remember staying there for, I probably stood there for 10, 15 minutes, just trying to extrapolate like how much money and resources we put into moving that pickup truck over there. Right. Exactly. Here. Right. And just like the scale of the things that had to happen for that truck to be sitting in front right. of me and then sit there. Right. Doing for six months. nothing. Right. Like, and, and the, the, the effort that went into that and like the kind of just seemingly like seeming like thoughtlessness of everything else that happened while I was there, it was just like a complete mind fuck. Right. Like it's all, and that's all we're good at is tactics and not strategy and it's the same reason why we fund the police instead of mental health and right putting people in houses and healthcare, right because it's that's a tactical response to someone's beating on my door or bugging me at the corner and not a strategic response of like well let's get this person back into society right like right, right. those two what we're seeing in Afghanistan is directly connected to that because it's this, it's a symptom of the same problem and we're going to continue to lock people up unnecessarily because of it. And people like me are going to end up in fucking war zones for generations to come because of the same dumb reasons, you know? Right. And that's, that is beyond the unspeakable tragedy of what's happening to the people in Afghanistan, which are just, they're essentially been bystanders to 
all of this for 50 years now, you know, that's also tragic that we're not going to, we just cannot get our shit together in that respect. So yeah, that's where my head's at about it. Well, I, I really appreciate you sharing that, you know, like it's, it's awful to see the headlines are really hard to read and it's really stuff. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, like, I think you like, you map a lot more into it than, you know, than some folks like as a parent, like, you know, you, you think you're not just thinking about your end, you know, you're thinking about the world your kids are going to grow up in. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you don't, you don't stop thinking when it gets to like a certain point in time, you know, like, yeah you know it's tough it is really tough and it is like that stress on top of so many other stresses right now right like make it make it worse and make that that seawater so much more murky you know Mm -hmm. and like i think that like we're the thing that we're resigning ourselves to is understanding that that seawater is never going to clear up right that we just have to learn how to navigate it as it is right 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 Um, yeah Oh fuck, man! We give me another fucking kitten. Where are the kittens? On it. Bring me a kitten. Ian, I couldn't give you a kitten because they're all nursing right now. Oh, the mama had them all lined up. So here, let me let me show you a picture. Yeah, they were all they were all lined up. Uh, yeah. So here you go. Let's see if this this comes through. Uh, my background blur is screwing it up. Oh, oh. Right? I love it. I also love that I've devolved into like a spoiled princeling. <laughs> Bring me a kitten. Fetch me a feline. <laughs> I want to see one for my entertainment. <laughs> I shall not change its litter box. That's for someone else to do. <laughs> Yeah, no, they were all all six all lined up on Mama, so I wasn't uh, I wasn't gonna disturb them. Yeah, I opened the door and she looked at me like, "Really now?" <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, apologies, I did not bring you a kitten. But wh- what okay. else can I do for you, buddy? What else do you want to talk about? Um, let me do a really quick virtual garage update. Yes, yes, let's talk about it. Because I uh, did do a thing last night. I uh, I attended my first iRace. Oh, okay. All right. I think it's it's actually pronounced pronounced erasing. Okay. All right. Um, No. So I did. uh, I I recently we talked about getting the steering wheel and stuff like that. And uh, Jeff from Everyone Racers uh, emailed us and was like, "Hey, you should join us on Monday night." So I did it last night. I had never, I had only ever done like a couple of practice sessions on iRacing before. Okay. And so I did a race for the first time. They do a cool format where they do like, uh, they, yesterday they did two oval tracks and then they had like a practice qualifier and a race. Oh, okay. And they did two rounds of that. Okay. Um, the first race I was disqualified. <laughs> it turns out you can get black flags in in iRacing, and if you don't serve the penalty, you get kicked out of the race. What did you do? Um, I don't remember. See, this I, is I had where, a couple. This is I had a couple of black flags. <laughs> I like it when your memory gets foggy. 
selectively no, I, around these events. It was mm-hmm. I. Oh, I remember what it was. It was um, it was an oval track, and I went down too low at one point to get around a car, and it thought I was entering the pit lane. Ah, so like okay. I went into the pit lane entrance and must have gone just over a line or something. Okay, and so it was like improper pit lane entry, and I was like, I was racing. I don't know. Okay, so I didn't do it, and then it disqualified me, and I couldn't get back in. I was like, oh. Well, that sucks. Um, but then the second race, I was like, okay, I'm going to keep my nose clean. <laughs> I like it when you get your act together. I fucking won. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> they're on, so they're on a Discord server. And I very slowly sort of just made my way up. Because uh, they're all chatting. And I right. was taking it very seriously. <laughs> like concentrating and sweating. No and, talking. No talking and uh, really trying to trying to concentrate and 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 race cleanly. And uh, and at some point, mental from everyone racers was was like, wait, is Ian leading? <laughs> and I was like, Shh, don't say anything. And then they and, and then with like two laps to go, I was still in the lead. And I was like, so is now a good time to tell you guys this is my first iRacing experience? <laughs> and, they, and one of the people was like, oh, you're definitely going to get fucking crashed now. <laughs> and so they were starting, like, Bethel would be, like, parked in the middle of the thing trying to get me. And I had to, like, z- zigzag around people. Okay, okay. And you yeah. still won. My boy still won. I was, I was, it's definitely, like, a not serious racing. Right, right. It's, it's like, definitely supposed to be a good time. Yes. And I ruined it by showing up and winning. <laughs> but yeah, I was pretty psyched. You're, you're the curve ruiner in the exam, aren't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, not typically, but yeah. No. But when it comes I mean, to racing, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. I how, was, how many people was were on, were in each race? I think it was like 12, maybe. Oh, snap. Tw- okay, cool. 10 or 12, something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I think I finally have my rig dialed and I should be able to join. So okay. so there is a voice chat that's happening the whole time. Is that on Discord? Yeah, they they go through Discord for that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So nice. anyway, so if you're interested in if you iRace, go check out Everyone Racers and maybe you can do their their Monday night league as well. It's it's a good time. Nice, buddy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's fun. I, I have a virtual garage update as well. Oh. I have moved to a three monitor setup. Oh, I'm jealous. Room. I'm jealous because I have a single monitor and it's a little rough. I had two monitors I didn't really need anymore because uh, I went with a, a new monitor for the Hackintosh here. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's they're they're a different size. So the scaling is just a touch different. Mm-hmm. But that kind of just goes away from your mind when you're right. yeah, when you're racing. So, yeah. I have a 32-inch monitor in the middle and 24s on the side. So nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty freaking sweet, man. Yeah, yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to get whatever I need to get for iRacing. A subscription was it like eight bucks a month or something like that? Or yeah, I don't know. I think I did the yearly one. It was like fifty bucks or something like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. It was, it's, it's cool. And they do mostly like free tracks cause you can buy a bunch of stuff. So okay, they cool. did all, I didn't have to buy anything yesterday. Nice. So, Good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. It was awesome. 
Nice, man. That's sweet. How do you how do you like the eye racing physics compared to like a set of Corsa and then like Project Cars is like kind of just cartoony now, but yeah, what do you what do you think? Yeah, it's definitely I mean, it's definitely more intense. Um you know, some of the little things I'm like, okay, like does that really need to be simulated? <laughs> simulated like like you can get parked into your pit stall. Mhm. You know, like that like okay, do we need to simulate that really? <laughs> right, right. That's just an annoyance. Um, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, other than that, I, you know, it's great. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, nice. And I, I, I think I didn't quite get it when I was racing by myself. I was okay. just like, this just seems hard. Okay. Um, but uh, racing with other people, I, I, it definitely makes a little more sense to me. Okay, gotcha. What cars were you in last night? I was in the first race. I was in a Porsche Cayman okay. on like a little oval. Okay. Not the right car. Right. And then the next one I did like a, like a, a like a stock car. Essentially. Okay. Not, not a NASCAR, but like a, you know, like a late model kind of oval track car. Gotcha. Was that something you could select or was that just set across the board for all competitors? Yeah, uh, uh, everybody had like six cars to choose from. The same okay. six cars, and it was okay. like kind of a, kind of a goofy mix of cars, which is fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah. There were some pretty epic crashes. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was doing victory donuts, and yes. someone just, I mean, sent me just tumbling, and they were like, "We don't do victory donuts." I was like, "Apparently not." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's gonna cause you doing more victory donuts and don't think i'm gonna win next time yeah yeah you might you might get crashed uh, yeah you might have an incident yeah yeah right on well I, I think people just weren't they weren't paying attention yeah yeah and i was just very quietly like <laughs> i like the, that you're taking like the metal gear solid approach to to i racing like right. you're hiding in a cardboard box on the fucking track yeah yeah we thought that was a bush <laughs> it turned out yeah. it was ian the whole time mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> your car is a ghillie suit <laughs> yeah yeah exactly nice man well done ian well done thank you you, you did you. apex adjacent proud thank you yes. thank you okay all right um what else do we got we got uh we it looks like we got a uh, some my eyes and a license plate game still to go we do. We we have some listener my eyes, and we have a license plate game. I yeah. actually have two license plate games for you. Oh, uh, we can keep one for next time. So I'll. I think we should keep one for our guest coming up next week. Yes, that's a great idea. And actually, that would be a third one. Perfect. Yeah. Because okay. I think he's going to enjoy those. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert um okay let's big see here guest big guest. <laughs> don't jinx it ian big guest okay all right let me share my browser tab here large visitor <laughs> okay all right here we go significant caller <laughs> our buddy mark freeman sent us a picture of his father's uh colorado plate so this is the cent- Colorado's the Centennial State, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is his Centennial 
license plate, right? And this was the license plate on Mark's first car. Oh, that's cool. And I got to say, I freaking love the design of it. I do too. I wish they offered this today. Yeah, that font is super cool. Right? It's gorgeous. Like the like the color scheme, the graphic design, it's all perfect. Yeah. Right? Yeah, how great is that? It's got the nice 76 logo in it. Yeah. That I love it. Also, Mark, what the hell did you do to that plate, buddy? <laughs> yeah, it's seeds and things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you have old license plates from your cars, Ian? Um I think I have the ones from the Saab and that's about it. I don't really never really kept them because in like in Michigan, the car, the plate went with the car. Right. Right. Um, and I think the same was true in Oklahoma. Okay. Maybe. Um, so yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah. What about, I know you have a couple, right? You have, I have some Missouri plates and right. uh, my dad's plates are still on the garage wall back in KC. So I'll, I'll get those at some point. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I still remember the license plate of my first car, BL6118. Don't dox yourself. <laughs> That's not any of my security questions. <laughs> the following things are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, back when um, uh, you had separate car and truck plates, did did you have that growing up anywhere? Um, yes, Illinois has that still. Okay. Um, they have they have truck plates. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Uh -huh. They should Colorado should bring this back. This is right. A, it's a much better design than what we have now. Yeah. I don't want to wait until the year 2076 to get this back. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll. You know. Yeah. I'll be put in the call. Make it happen. Okay. Watch me a kitten. <laughs> Man, you know what. Here's Those claps what, are going to come through great over Google Meet. <laughs> this is what I should have shown you instead of interrupting a nursing mom cat. Okay. Right. Our buddy Jesse sent this in and this is fucking awesome. Okay. She said, I think Dave needs this as his fun car. All right. Boom. Here you go. Oh my God. It's a lifted Ford Mustang. Like pretty new weird taillights though. But Jesus, it looks awesome. It's for sale. I wonder if the jack stands come with it. I, I hope so. Those are pretty good jack stands. Um, right? Yeah. You need to put in a call on this immediately. <laughs> you, th you think this should be my next project car? Yes. You want me I to sh show up to the track in this? <laughs> yeah, just drive straight. You did no corners. How fun would it be to just rip through the planes in, in this, right? Oh, so much fun. Ian, I'd like to call your attention to the uh, the wheel chalk doing all of the heavy lifting in this picture. Look at look at the little wheel chalk down here, and look. <laughs> I mean, these tires have to be like forty six inch. I don't know, like they are big tires. Yeah, that is look a tiny little. little chalk. I yeah. love it because it like it kind of gives you scale for like the size of the boulders they have under the other wheels. That tiny <laughs> right. little wheel chalk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the Harbor Freight bucket is only like a third of the height uh, like it barely comes up to the rim of the wheel yeah, yeah that's amazing right yeah so uh let's see i think she she gave us another view here let's that see. thing's got to be painfully slow right yeah oh my 
god i can't i cannot even imagine look at that it has what? it has a rake too it's like doing the carolina squat yeah right, the, it's the reverse rake yeah, yeah. uh-huh yeah right oh my god that's ridiculous yeah i don't know what's hanging off the front of this but it's pretty rad ballast <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's where they put the dude from like uh, Mad Max Fury Road that huffs spray paint and plays bass guitar the whole time. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that's yeah. amazing! Right? So there you go. That's what I should have shown you instead of getting you a kitten. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see here. So then, um, our good buddy Eric in Illinois saw a brand new Ford Bronco. And he noticed something a little odd about it. I think this might be the first Bronco spotted in the wild that is poorly modified. Yeah. Is it modified? I He said the rear wheels looked odd. So it looks like they maybe put spacers on them. Oh, or weird. Or are on their way to other mods. Right? Look how much those stick out. Yeah, here. Let's, you want to go back to the first picture? They Well, but it also looks crooked right maybe it's just the perspective of that yeah i don't know it looks strange yeah right yeah you're right though because it does they do that they are sticking out past the fenders which you typically don't see on like factory cars right right yeah huh weird yeah right what do you think of the ford bronco and are you going to get the chance to maybe drive one soon I hope to get the chance to drive one in just mere hours. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not that excited about it. Okay. Like, I don't know. The, the, the idea that like, you're going to bring, I feel like bringing back the SUV nameplates like doesn't do anything for me because it's not going to be anything like the, fucking tractors that used to be SUVs, right? Right. So, I mean, it might be nice. I don't care that it's called a Bronco. Okay. It didn't do anything for me, but I'm excited that I'm excited this, to check it out and see what it's all about for sure. Me too. Me too. It, I think like the, the thing that like makes me kind of care about it or not is just how bad Chevy fucked up the blazer. Like, yeah. Right. Like that is such a, bad crossover thing such a missed opportunity yeah. right like because like Ford did this like it's not hard to like actually have like some good design and like kind of drum up some nostalgia bullshit you know mm-hmm. like right like people play this fucking song all the time man like I mean we're seeing it now I mean like the, the Countach and yeah you know, whatever the fuck that is. And then the right. integ- the, the big thing is the Integra is coming back. Right, right. We're very saw, excited about that. I saw somebody uh, on Twitter said something about, you know, it, it's going to end up being a, a, oh, a, a small a cr- crossover. Sport crossover, yeah. Uh-huh. And I said, and I, the thing that I said was, don't Mitsubishi this one up, Toyota. <laughs> or Honda, right? sorry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I think fantastic. I think that's about all we have for listener Maya. So thank you for sending that in. All right, Ian, I'm going to give you excited license play game. This is what we're going to go out on. So I, I have a, I have two for you here. All right. 
Okay. I do you want me to give you the title and you pick which one you want to do tonight? Sure. Okay. So first ones the the theme is new car old plate. Okay. okay. The second theme is oh lord. Give me oh lord. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let the record show that we're playing a lot tonight. Yes. Or Lord. Or or Lord. Really hit those R's. Yes. Okay. In America. Yes. Here, here you go. Oh, Lord. Up at the top while you're taking this in, Ian. While you're taking this in, I'm going to narrate it. Okay. Here we go. First up, you have a, a Toyota RAV4 sent in to us by Jesse that's seen some better days. All right. Um, it's yeah. It's just a white Toyota Rav4. In the middle here, you have a picture taken by yours truly of a, a beigey, champagne, whatever Lexus. A greenish. Yeah, I think it might have just been the. I think that's not so accurate. Maybe a touch greenish. Was that like that's like the IS two fifty, right? The little Lexus boy. Okay. Yeah. Then down at the bottom here, uh, our good buddy Peta. Always reliable for a vanity plate. Sent in an Audi Q7, a white Audi Q7. So we have two white SUVs and one beige sedan. Okay. Now the plates here are blessed, B-L-E-S-S-E-D, blessed, B-L-E-S, 5-3-D, because they got the plate later than the first person, mm-hmm. right? Right. right? And then the third one... <clears throat> the the rap scallion of the bunch, Archangel A R C A N G L. Ian, what do you think about this plate game, buddy? Wow, wow. Uh huh. I want to know all the mental stuff wow. that's going on. Well, first of all, first of all, I need to see these stickers that are at the top of the Rav Four. Yes, that's my first question. So those are like the um, like the Nepalese flags that are typically taken up to the top of Mount Everest, you know, and right. like people use them like uh, they'll you see them hanging around like people's uh, doorways. And it's like, you know, good blessings and, and whatnot. Right. I, there, I'm sure there's a name for these things. Also, like here, I'll give you some more detail on the RAV4. Uh, yeah. The bumper is not in a good way. Yeah. No. Yeah. This person no, in I Home mean, Depot if they're, next to if them. they're blessed, they're not blessed with uh, spatial awareness. <laughs> so there's been a lot of bumping into things and mm-hmm. scraping the bumper. And yep, yep. Okay. okay. Then we have our F Sport IS two fifty. It's uh, pronounced F Sport. F Sport. Yes, two fifty. F Sport. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Okay. No, no context clues whatsoever. I would disagree with that. Clear, clear glass. Yeah. I would disagree with the no. There's a little there. sticker on the back. There we, there we go. Now my boy. What, what is that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's not helpful. It is though. Is Do you know helpful? what it is? No, I don't. Oh. Yeah. And okay. then we have the Q7. We have the Q7 down at the bottom here. Like. Just like any other Q7, there's absolutely nothing remarkable about this Q7. Right. This is the 3.0T. Good on you, buddy. Yeah, some tints, but that's it. 
Right. Some slight tint. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what do you think, Ian? Man. Tell me, tell me what you think like the obvious answer is here. I'm not sure that there is an obvious answer. Okay. I think, well, so here's, here's my thought is that blessed, I think is probably, it's gotta be an older person. Okay. All right. Because that must be an in-demand plate. Oh yeah. Right. Right. So they were the um, first ones to hop on. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And but the problem is with any one of these cars could possibly be driven by an older person. I think that the Lexus is probably the least likely to be driven by an old person, which sounds like a weird thing to say <laughs> in does. any given group of cars. But this particular Lexus, I don't think the IS is not what you associate with old people, right? Right. Right. Yeah. I I think that it's blessed OG blessed for the RAV4. Okay. Archangel for the Lexus. Okay. And um remixed blessed for the Q7. Right. Bless 3D. Three dimensions yeah. of bless. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. is that your final answer, sir? Yes. Okay. Would you like to change your answer? No. Okay. Ian, you got one right. God damn it. But oh. But Ian, your mm-hmm. your instincts are correct in that the white SUVs Oh wait, no, no. You got it I 100%. got it completely right. You got it completely right. Ian. I'm sorry. In my head, I had the SUV swapped. Yeah. No, I got that. You got that shit. Perfect. Nice, dude. Yeah. Look at the RAV4 person hopping on the blessed plate early Mm and then, and then rolling up to the, rolling up to the, uh, you know, the home goods late. Yeah. That picture, I guarantee that RAV4 lives in Boulder. Yes. Right. Yeah, so that's yeah, so thank you, Jesse. Thank you, PETA. Yes, for sending us the blessings of white crossovers. And then I, I today I saw because I've had blessed and blessed forever. Uh-huh. And I, I've been hoping that I could find another version of blessed and just give you three blessed. Oh my god. Right? But then I saw Archangel <laughs> and I was like, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Nice. So there we go. Well done. That was a good one, Dave. I like that. That is our 19th license plate game that we've played. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Right? Huh. So there you go. Well, that's the 19th one that you've given me, right? Yes. I've yes. given you a couple. Oh, games. yeah. Yeah. That's the 19th one that, yeah, yeah. That I've given you. Yeah. There we go. I'm not, well, I'm not counting yours. <laughs> smart. I don't, I don't I think that's accurate. Um, I think we did a car show. That was semi about cars. You're right. It was about cars. It was about stuff. Some kittens mm-hmm. showed up, you know, yep. and then, yep. uh, yeah, our timelines were blessed with the uh, white crossover cars and, and Archangel who, you know, was listening to like new metal in that Lexus. Right. <laughs> something, uh-huh. something. Right. Yep. Yep. So there you go. So Ian, tell people what to do. They should 
Um, not give awards to cars that belong to Nazis. Boom. They should um, call us on our hotline, our our mild line, seven two zero five one five one three nine one. Yes. Oh, uh, they should email us apexadjacent at jamal.com um, and then catch us on the socials. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else? Did I miss anything? I mean, we love you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. I suppose. That's fine. <laughs> Fetch me a kitten. <laughs>